Malachan Daf Mem. Today's email comes from Ronnie Sterling from Silver Spring, Maryland. He says, I want to thank you for a full year of the Daf. The effort that you put into preparing the props and the visuals is very helpful and meaningful to me. I appreciate your continuing encouragement to Chabura, and I appreciate the weekly newsletter, which has something for everyone. Still looking forward to meeting you someday. Thanks again. Ronnie Sterling, Silver Spring, Maryland. Thank you. Gemara tells us that if you were to pour boiling hot water, scald the wheat kernel, you could only do so on Pesach one kernel at a time. The concern is that the kernel would turn into chametz if it doesn't reach all surfaces of the kernel, therefore one at a time. Whereas if you were to singe the kernel, you could do so even with two. What's the concern? That the moisture out of the kernel will go into another kernel. That's not, another pro- that's not a problem. Rava says the moisture is considered may peris. The sweat of peris, may peris, doesn't have the ability to create chametz. According to Abaya, we're not concerned because the way the moisture comes out, it doesn't have the ability to penetrate another kernel. Where's the nafkamina between the two shitas? In a vessel that's used to roast kernel. If it's upright, then the moisture will come out of the kernels, accumulate on the bottom, and perhaps will penetrate another kernel according to Abaya. According to Rava, that's not a concern. Even if it penetrates, it won't make comments because it's only made peras. It's also to soak barley on Pesach, and if you did soak it, it depends. If they split open, then they are usher. And Rabbi Yossi has a trick. He says, right before they split, you could soak them in vinegar, and that will reduce the swelling, and the halacha is not like Rabbi Yossi. Zimachlaikis, what does it mean it split? Does it mean it literally split open, or does it mean it's about to split to the point that if you put it on a barrel of wine, the vapors of the wine will make the kernels burst? Shmuel, Paskin Allah, that came to him, the kernels did not split, and he said it's mutter to eat, since he holds that it's splitting literally splitting. We learned in the Braisa that a person should not soak barley. And Rabbah says that somebody who's a Baal Nefesh, somebody who's a Chassid, a Yerushamayim, should also be mocked on wheat, even though wheat is a lot tougher and harder to penetrate. Rabbi Nachman says it's impossible to listen to such a thing, because then the whole purpose of soaking is to remove the bran. And what you're telling me is that you have to eat bread, or lechem, whatever it is that you're making, with the bran, and that's not something that people do. Be'erav Hunan Be'erava, they used to soak the wheat, they didn't have a problem with it. And the Gemara tells us something very interesting. Rava started off with the first stage saying that it's usher to soak. Later on he retracted and he said it's mutter. And only later on, not only did he say it's mutter, he said it's a mitzvah, so he had three stages in his life. And he proves it from the fact that it says in the Pasuk, There's a mitzvah to safeguard the matzahs that they shouldn't become chametz. And within that mitzvah, as we see Rava continues to say that there's a mitzvah to do so l'shma. There's a mitzvah to make sure that the matzah is done properly with the safeguarding. And Rava says, there are only two possibilities, really. Either you safeguard it from beginning of the process of harvesting all the way to the end, or you can just pick and choose any area. And I'll prove to you that's from beginning to end. Because if you could pick and choose any one of the malachas of making a matzah, I choose the baking part. So why is it if you buy dough from a non-Jew, you could eat it on Pesach, provided you know that it's not chametz, according to Rashi, but you're not yaitza the mitzvah of matzah. We must say, because there was no shimur l'shma. But why can I just have the shimur? Why can I just think about it as I'm putting it into the oven? The answer is, because you need to do so from beginning to end. The Gemara is doi and the Gemara says, perhaps you have to do the shimur l'shma from the kneading onwards. And since the non-Jew did the kneading, so you don't have a full shimur. Nevertheless, Rava wasn't convinced, even though he didn't have real proof. He told people who were 
tying the bundles of weeds, and he said, even the tying of the weeds should be done l'shma, should have intent l'shem mitzis matzah. The Gemara says that the mother of Marbereda Ravina, she wanted to be matzah for her son, she set aside in jars special wheat that was shmura wheat, so that when Pesach comes along, we'll have shmura matzah. The Gemara says that there was once a boat that was loaded with grain, and the boat went down, and grain was floating on the water, in other words, there's a lot of water that penetrated that grain. And Rava said you could sell it. You could sell it to a guy. And the Gemara says, how could you sell something to a guy that the Isser is hidden? Perhaps he'll turn around and sell it to a Jew, and the Jew will use it on Pesach. We see something similar. It's usher to sell a baggage of shotguns where you can't discern and see that it's shotguns to a guy, because the guy might turn around and sell it to a Jew. So Rava retracted that as well, and he said, you're right. You cannot sell it to a guy. But what you could do is you could sell very small portions to a Jew and Lalacha also to a guy because those amounts will be consumed before Pesach. Once we're talking about chatnas, it's usher to make a saddle blanket out of chatnas. The concern is that you might have a hole in one of your clothing later on. You'll take a sniff out part of the saddle blanket and put it, sew it up on your clothing. But it's permitted to make tachrichim for a mace because a mace doesn't have mitzvahs, but a chavshim. The dead are released from all mitzvahs. And we're not concerned that you might use the tachrichim because tachrichim are asr bahana. It's not permitted to add flour to a dish on Pesach. We're concerned that it'll become chametz. And if a person wants to add a dish, we have a machlaikas here. You could add, according to the Tanakama, you put the flour on the bottom and you add the vinegar on top. Or you put even, one mandalmer says you put the vinegar on the bottom and you add the flour on top. And that would go according to Rabbi Yehuda that says that the vinegar, even once it's in a dish, it has the power to cook up and not allow chametz to happen. Where do we see this? On Shabbos, if you have a boiling pan from Erev Shabbos, it's also to put the spices into it because that would be cooking in a klirishon. But if you pour the contents of the pot into another one, then it's a klirishoni and it's mutter. Rabbi Yehuda says, provided that it's not chametz, it's not vinegar, and it's not brine. Because the vinegar, even though it's in a dish, it has the power to cook up. Now we had earlier that Rabbi says a trick. You could add vinegar and it will reduce the swelling of the kernels. Not in this case, because over here the vinegar is mixed with other ingredients so it doesn't have the power anymore. Ula is of the opinion, and the third opinion, that it doesn't matter if you add the flour to the vinegar, the vinegar to the flour, it's always usher. As we tell the Nazar, do not walk through the vineyard, leich leich amrin nazir, schar schar, go around the Carmelo route. Why put yourself in danger over here as well? Rav Papi gave permission to the slaves of the Reish Galusa to add the flour that was oven-dried. And oven-dried flour has moisture in it, and it's a concern that the moisture might come out. Rav says, how could you allow slaves to do anything like that? Slaves are not careful about chametz. So there's another pshat in the Gemara that it was Rav himself that added the flour. Says the Mishnah, you do not add flour to charoises. Now we're not talking about the charoises of the Seder, we're talking about a dip that you dip your meat in. And it has vinegar and water, and the concern again is chametz. The Zabraisa says that if you do so, you have to burn it immediately. But it, into mustard, the Tanakhama says, eat it immediately. Aramayr says, burn it. And the halacha is like chachamim, although the Gemara brings a shita that chachamim argue even on the charoises part. It's also to cook the carbon pesach with any liquid and the sweat of peyrois, but you're allowed to baste the carbon pesach with the made peyrois as it's roasting, and once it's done roasting, you're allowed to dip it as you're eating into the meperos. Have a wonderful day.